Welcome to the Brand Ambassadors, your wide-angle look at the field of PR and what it means for your company. Your host is Merritt Hamilton Allen with co-host Gary Potterfield. Every firm has a compelling narrative that sets them apart from the crowd. In your company, you can use your own background and storytelling to your advantage as well as that of your business. Now, here are your hosts, Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield. Good morning. Welcome to the Brand Ambassadors this week. I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen, joined by Gary Potterfield. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, Merritt. Well, this is uh, an exciting show. Uh, we uh, are delving back into uh, the rebranding uh, topic And, you know, whether you're a small company like Vox Optima or an industry behemoth like Google, if you're not growing, you're not succeeding. And growth means change. And as uh, your company changes and your offerings grow and change, how do you make sure your brand keeps up? Right. Um, yeah, it's a fascinating subject. And, um and I'm looking forward to exploring it uh, further. I was thinking a lot about all the uh, the different uh, companies that are branded and uh, rebranded, and um, and sometimes you wonder why, because uh, you, you, you don't. We may, may not realize, it, as you're saying, about the fact that if you're not growing, you know, if you're not, you know, you're not succeeding. So it's going to be interesting. Well, you know, one of my favorite old school examples, and I mean, this is. This was a branding case study, you know, almost 20 years ago uh, for what was then an old established company. But, you know, near and dear, I think, to your heart is Xerox. Yeah. Because, uh, the, the way they've, they've kept the name but adapted from being um, a, perv- uh, a manager of paper to now a manager of documents. They're the document company. Well, and now they're part of Fuji. Right. As of... Just this, as of last month, so you got to keep growing, got to keep changing. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, I was thinking about Xerox myself. I was thinking about again, you know, because my dad uh, got in, a, in in the heyday, the beginning of the heyday. But you think about it, how how you know, talk about making a brand when you can go when when your name of your company becomes a verb, um, you have really you have really uh, nailed it. Um, but then over time things change. Could think about this merit when you go then you go into the move forward to the 90s and and such and you go hey uh, go xerox this for me uh, and then they go to their minolta to do it. Oh, darn. <laughs> Wait a minute. Exactly. Exactly. And but I, I think the way they adapted uh uh, their brand and their logo, while keeping uh, really the iconic name uh, of Xerox, has been fascinating. And you, you go to their website now, and um, we all know in uh, the defense sector and the corporate sector, cybersecurity is everything. That's um, one of the primary links on their homepage now is they're offering secure, uh, 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 secure uh, print and document solutions uh, for their clients. So uh, that's one example of a company that. Uh, uh, is is focused on growth, is focused on change, and embraces it, and really, to me, exploits it. So I was uh, uh, <clears throat> looking at some other examples of uh, trying to, as we were preparing for this show, of uh, companies that have d- been successful in the brands, uh, maybe some more uh, current uh, 
uh, iterations of that, examples of that. And uh, I saw a thing on um, uh, on uh, Business Insider uh, talking about a whole bunch of companies that uh, have rebranded. And um, I think there's some interesting examples. Um, um, let me, let me, but here's one that mo- the most, most fascinating to me is uh, Pabst, PBR. Um, you know that... Right. <laughs> did you, I saw that PBR now sells for... Forty-four dollars in China. I mean, oh. <clears throat> so that's. I mean, you know, and the, chi- and, the, and the Chinese make good beer themselves. They really don't need PBR. <laughs> but, hey, but they're saying, hey, I they could sing sao any day. They got to be pinching themselves, and then, the, <clears throat> um, you know, and then obviously some some others that we know that are that really. I mean, Target. How Target has gone uh, gone high end. Uh, you know, or, you know, in such a way that when you think Target, you think differently than maybe you thought about them uh, maybe 10, 15 years ago. Um, even Walmart uh, has kind of changed their way. And a lot of times, it's, sometimes it's simply a matter of uh, the marketing from the point of view of, uh, hey, we, we need to change our slogan. Uh, Walmart changing from always low prices to save money, live better. So, you know, that kind of thing. Well, and that's especially those large retailers. They have to be looking at uh, Amazon. Uh, the you know the the to me the big winner out of uh, the retail revolution has got to be UPS because everything's being delivered now. Yeah, how about right? And and they they look at they went from what can Brown do for what can Brown do for you uh, to uh, whatever mm-hmm. they're doing whatever they're, whatever they're they're saying now. Or is, maybe that's what they're saying. Not, what are they saying now? I don't even know what they're saying now. But they're, it doesn't matter what they're saying. They're showing up at the door every day. Indeed. And uh, you know, they, they um, I think, are, are less than um, a delivery truck. And now uh, they're established themselves as a global supply chain uh, partner. And with what Amazon is doing in buying brick-and-mortar stores to localize uh, 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 supply chain, it's a, it's a fascinating time. And as uh, uh, the, these major brands uh, expand and change, and I think surprise us, uh, I think that's the fascinating part is how we are surprised. Uh, Amazon buying Whole Foods. Um, the speculation and the discussion that created—it's uh, a—it's a fascinating time to uh, to to follow to follow brands and and their development and their uh, expansion. Did you read about the fact that um, in in certain cities, I think Austin is one of them, where they're testing out um, uh, two hour deliver two hour free delivery from Whole Foods? Wow! Starting, I mean, crazy stuff. And this, and this, so the, obviously the 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 impact that has on other other retailers, other other companies, and if you you going back to the UPS example, um, and how they're all they're they're working together with the U.S. Postal Service because you know you, to get things either to ship things to you or from you, and and uh, it's just it, it's it's fascinating what's going on. Right, I think FedEx's Smart Post offering may have saved the post office. Uh, where they handle the cross-country uh, transportation, and then uh, it, uh, FedEx transfers it to the post office, who takes over uh, the regional and local distribution. I think about you know what, what used to be when we we used to think about 
oh, I have to go to the post office or I have to go to someplace and I have to go ship something and mail something. And you're like, oh, my goodness. You just think about it in, 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 in a negative way. And now you think of it in a positive way, certainly with UPS and FedEx, where you go for, from us from a Vox Optum, a business perspective, we need to send something to somebody. I just sent something uh, to, to Danielle a couple of uh, last week, our employee Danielle. And um, it was a it was a, a screen uh, com- uh, a, 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 a media player, and I just went to FedEx and said, uh, you know, here, take this off my hands, make it look good, pack it up nice and safe, and I and I leave. And it was just, it was right. painless. It was painless. And uh, that, that's fascinating how that happens. And there, there's a third-party um, delivery service uh, that has just started in New Mexico, because uh, I saw um, a local competitor for Whole Foods based out of Phoenix is uh, Sprouts uh, Natural Grocers, and they're starting to offer uh, in-home delivery, I think, in Santa Fe and maybe Albuquerque Metro. I live too far out in the middle of nowhere to be uh, to be part of it, but that's, that's just happened uh, in the last two weeks, so... Yeah, certainly the Whole Foods Amazon thing uh, was a bellwether and absolutely uh, uh, shook up uh, the grocery and delivery uh, industry. So well, what about, it's what about fascinating those, to watch how rapidly people react. And and so and what and how what we now what now becomes the baseline of what we expect. So if you go if you have a, if you have an Amazon Prime account, then you you have those um, uh, what are they called now? These, those little buttons that you know that you just. You can hit it and uh, and and voila! I mean, you can actually have them delivered to you physically. I think, or you know, right by your uh, your washer. Uh, oh, I'm I'm running low on Tide. I guess I'm gonna hit this button, and uh, and two days later, it shows up. Um, it's just uh, crazy. And then I would one thing, Merritt. It's just uh, uh, when I, when we we have one of those Alexa uh, you know devices at home, uh, and um, uh, just as, as a test, we we asked Alexa about what did we ask about? I forget some product. We asked about it, and then she said we weren't even thinking about buying it, and she said, "Would you like it delivered?" And then we said, uh, "Yes, okay." And two days later, whatever it was, I don't even remember anymore. I think it was a food product showed up. So wow, um, these changes in brand, these changes the way people are doing things, and that that becomes the new the new baseline. If it's less than this, it's not acceptable. Hence, I think some of the need for this brand changing. Absolutely, and I'm I am so excited um, after the break. We're going to welcome uh, our guest, Dave Tang of Western Digital. Uh, He's the Senior Vice President for Corporate Marketing for the newly uh, merged, realigned Western Digital, which brings together Legacy Western Digital, HGST, and SanDisk. Uh, And and really, this uh, marks the transition for Western uh, Digital from um, uh, a storage maker, a data storage maker, into... um, uh, the world of, of big data and data-centric innovation. Uh, I think it's, this is going to be—he's going to be a fascinating guest. We're really looking forward to talking with him. And what I'm really fascinated by is um, we, we look at his career, and he is an engineer. And an en- engineers always mean to me problem solvers. They go out and fix things uh, that don't work or or create things that don't exist yet. Uh, but he has uh, such a, a deep, deep background in marketing and business development. Um, I'm eager to talk with him about how uh, problem solving has uh, shaped his career and also uh, uh, is, is shaping the transition of the new Western Digital. 
Yeah, that's no, it's going to be. I'm really excited as well. And 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 I tweeted out, which I don't do very often, and uh, face and put on and posted on Facebook the the point that was my research real quick last night at home, where I've got uh, two Western Digital hard drives. We've got SanDisk, uh, you know, SD cards all over the place, and you're like, wow, these guys are like on top of the world. Um, why do they need to rebrand? Well, we're going to find out, aren't we? In about uh, in just a couple of minutes, when uh, when we bring uh, Dave Tang from uh, from Western Digital uh, online, we're super excited about it. Uh, this is the brand ambassadors, and give us a call, folks, uh, at eight six six four seven two fifty seven ninety, or send us an email at brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com, and uh, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Merritt Hamilton-Allen, joined by Gary Potterfield. And with us today, we have Dave Tang, the Senior Vice President of Corporate Marketing at Western Digital Corporation. Uh, He's had that role for just about uh, nearly a year now. 
Uh, and he is leading the ongoing transformation of the Western Digital brand as Western Digital uh, is shifting its brand identity from a leading storage device, supply, device supplier to um, a data-centric innovator. Um, and uh, I think what most people following uh, the tech industry would note is also leading uh, the integration of three brands, Legacy Western Digital HGST and SanDisk. So, Dave, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, it's great to be with you this morning, Mark. And can you just talk a little bit about uh, uh, about that integration and uh, the, the the size and uh, depth of Western Digital today in 2018? Sure. Um, yeah. So, just as a little bit of background, um, Western Digital today is roughly a, a company of twenty billion dollars of annual revenue. That puts us at uh, roughly a Fortune one fifty ish company. Um, and we got there through the integration of a series of acquisitions of, of roughly the same size. Uh, and that, that the main three companies were uh, WD. HGST and SanDisk, but along the way, we've also uh, acquired other companies and, and brands that we continue to market um, under the, the names of Tejal, G Technology, and up there. So we're so, a global uh, Dave, company with uh, okay. roughly sixty thousand, over sixty thousand uh, employees. I was going to ask you, Dave, about um, you know, uh, in a general sense, what makes the decision to make those. Uh, uh, acquisitions um, of these other companies? Oh, that's a great question. So strategically, um, we've focused on the role that data is playing in uh, in our lives and in business and, and throughout the world. And, and as we've seen the role of data um, really expand and, and, you know, even explode in terms of, of how dependent we're becoming and how immersed we are in data, we've realized that, that we need to uh, expand our footprint in, in both technology and and market coverage. So uh, the the motivation for these acquisitions is is surrounded by that. And but that with that comes challenges, right? We have an extremely broad market footprint. We serve you know three main lines of business. Uh, we serve com- consumers as well as enterprise end users, and then commercial customers that take our products and build their own systems or services out of them and market them as, as their own. So very complex go-to-market uh, uh, spectrum. I was making note of How the... the I- oh, go ahead, Merritt. No, no, go... I was just going to make mention of the fact that, uh, and, and I put this out uh, this before the show this morning, uh, and uh, about the fact that you know you, Western Digital is is very successful uh, company, and so and when you look at these brand transformations, you're like, well, gosh, you know, not that you would sit on your laurels, but uh, you got a good thing going. You feel like uh, you know, it, is is it is it risky to do what you're doing? Well, of course, there there are risks with, with, with any change, but I think it, it's part of the territory um, with our our ambition to expand our role and, and elevate our our role in the industry, and with any large scale integration, um, I think there are also the, the internal opportunities to to really define a unifying identity for ourselves, so that uh, so that employees and and customers uh, partners. Uh, don't view us in in separate sort of legacy business silos, but they they view us in this newer context. So, uh, I view it as is essential that, that we really 
uh, identify this this new uh, brand for ourselves and clarify the product brands that we have in the market. Would you consider, Dave, that you still manage multiple brands or are all of uh, the, the uh, family of companies uh, now falling under WD, are they all uh, under the WD brand? Uh, so that's a good question. So our brand architecture is um, um, a house of brands. So at a corporate level, the company name is Western Digital. Um, and uh, below that, we have a, a number of product and service brands. So the, the product uh, brands uh, that we continue to market are, are SanDisk and WD. The HGST uh, brand uh, will be transitioning um, uh, and will will change those products to be reflective of, of the, the Western Digital brand as it will apply to the commercial and enterprise parts of our business. And then uh, G Technology will continue as a consumer brand and up there will continue as a consumer cloud service. So, so what is the process you go through to make these the the the, the identity change? What do you what are some of the te- uh, the techniques and um, things you're doing to make that happen? Uh, so, um, starting with a, a customer focus is, uh, of course. Um, the, the, the most obvious uh, way to, to rationalize the, the brand. So, and again, because we have customers in those three large areas, cust- consumer, commercial, and enterprise, we're trying to align the brands with that. So uh, with, with enterprise uh, and commercial, those are, are B2B um, selling motions. We've consolidated and, and will be um, uh, transitioning to Western Digital as, uh, as the brand. So not only the company uh, name, but also the product brand. Consumer is a little bit trickier in that we have well-established uh, brands there under Sandisk, WDG technology. So we wanted to keep those brands because they, they have already a high, high degree of, of brand value with, uh, with their audiences. So really the cu- customer first sort of uh, view you... um, uh, in doing that as opposed to say technology centric. Measure um, the the brand resonance with consumers to make the decision to keep um, the brand they know. Um, well, so yeah, so um, part of the rationalization and a lot of the work that we have done on the consumer side is really looking at uh, at the products within um, each of the brands as they existed coming into this broader uh, integrated company. Um, what who do they serve? What what types of personas uh, are there, and uh, what are the use cases? Um, so, if it's uh, a high degree of of mobility and movement of data, uh, Sandus plays uh, the Sandus brand plays a strong role there. So, so that's the the focus of that brand. Uh, WD is is more focused on um, uh, protecting and, and archiving uh, large amounts of of data or um, creating a, a transportable. Um, uh, uh, capabilities for large amounts of data. G technology is very focused on uh, creative professionals, uh, photographers, graphic artists, uh, motion picture uh, production uh, studios, and, and professionals. So, so it's again very focused on um, on particular audiences and even particular personas and uh, their use cases and workflow. I think that um, uh, if you go back, maybe I don't know how many years you would go back, where where uh, we just think about uh, about data, 
being stored on your on your hard drive and on your computer. Um, um, I think back to when I first got my first uh, my first computer was an Amiga 500, and I had an external hard drive uh, I bought for nine hundred dollars, and it was a, a hundred megabyte hard drive. Um, uh, and I thought I was getting a deal, uh, but at any rate, uh, and I, maybe I was back in uh, back in nineteen ninety two or ninety three. Um, but now we're in a world where data is everywhere, and I know you guys start talking about big data, and and I, I think for the, our listeners to understand a little bit about where you are, can you t- tell us what that's about? What is big data? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and, and you're right. In in um, early days, uh, we thought of, of uh, products as, as data storage products, and that's a place that, that data rested until the application you were using wanted to access it. But in today's world, data plays a very different role. Um, there are several applications that, that access the same type of data. You know, as an example, I think on my smartphone, I probably have half a dozen different applications that access my, my calendar. Um, so um, data is being used in different ways, and, and one of the areas that I think has really expanded the, the view and the, the, the value and perspective of data is, is what's being, being referred to as big data. So big data is aggregating large amounts of data, either from you know, a single or a few sources, but even better, from, from multiple sources, so that you're able to um, extract better insights, make better connections between um, what's happening in the data or what's reflected from the data so that you can um, make more immediate decisions, more precise decisions um, as, you, as you go about uh, your work. And, and some of it relates to um, uh, perhaps even, even crowdsourcing of data. So a good example of, of big data in, in our day-to-day lives is when we use um, uh, navigation apps, when we're, when we're in the car and we, we pull up our, our favorite mapping uh, uh, application uh, and punch in our destination and it adjusts our route based on what it knows about traffic. Well, the knowledge that it gains about traffic is from other users like you who have agreed to provide um, location information so that the, the service can determine uh, what the speed of traffic is in any particular area. So, so that's a good example of, uh, of big data. But it also translates uh, to, uh, to, to businesses as well. So think about an application of, of uh, oh, credit card transactions. So credit card authorization uh, organizations have monitored you know, millions, billions of, of transactions, and um, after the fact, they get reports of what may have been a fraudulent charge and, and what wouldn't have been. So analyzing these sources of big data leads them to create algorithms for identifying potentially fraudulent charges that they can then apply in real time. And this is a realm that we call fast data, so taking the intelligence that you gain from big data, applying it to real-time decisions or fast data allows them then to uh, uh, reject uh, charges that that may uh, appear fraudulent based on the the past experiences and based on on big data. Wow. I I was just thinking, I hadn't thought about that, but uh, yeah, I use my Waze app uh, coming into work every morning and... uh, and uh, yeah, me and me and a million others uh, figuring out how we're gonna uh, gonna get to work on time. That's fascinating. Um, well, we are uh, we're coming up on a quick break here, and uh, this is great, Dave. I think when we come back, it'd be great to talk about where you guys are going with uh, this uh, data makes possible website you have, uh, among other things. So we'll look forward to doing that in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to the Brand Ambassadors. Uh, I'm Merritt. Uh, I'm, I'm Merritt. I'm Gary Potterfield, along with Merritt Hamilton Allen, and we have uh, Dave Tang, the vi- senior vice president for marketing. 
uh, for Western Digital, uh, please give us a call at 866-472-5790 or send us an email at brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I am not Merritt Hamilton Allen, although she's on the show. And I am Gary Potterfield, and we are joined today uh, by Dave Tang, Senior Vice President for uh, Marketing for Western Digital. And Dave, uh, so there's this website. There's this website, data, datamakespossible.com. And, it, you, you know, you look at the website, and you, you scroll up and down. It's lots of fascinating stories about a lot of different things. It has, and it has little subheads uh, of, of predictive, productive, personal perspectives and events. Anyway, um, you got to scroll all the way down to the very bottom before you see the word Western Digital. So tell me about this. Tell us all about this website. 
Yeah, so this website uh, addressed a couple of opportunities and challenges that we had. So as we um, were shifting our brand identity from um, a company that focuses on the storage of data to a company that really brings data to life and allows individuals and businesses uh, to, to extract value from data, we, we realized that, that we needed to, to really um, uh, uh, focus in on thought leadership. And the challenge was that um, we had some regulatory constraints around um, how quickly we could uh, integrate uh, WD and HGST and then uh, also bringing uh, SanDisk in, into, into the play. Um, it was a challenge in terms of, of how do we convey this message in, a, in a, an effective way and not necessarily have it associated with one brand or the other. So we made the decision to create this microsite, and as you mentioned, it, it's uh, not heavily branded at all. And we're really trying to um, portray and, and, uh, and articulate, illustrate what, what data can make possible and what the value of data is and how it touches our lives and how it can Im- improve businesses, individuals, society, and, and even, even our, our planet. So, so that's a, the real, real focus of, of creating that independent site uh, to, to really be provocative about what's possible. I have a question about how you select the content. Is it generated uh, by Western uh, Digital or is it curated uh, where you uh, uh, seek it out and uh, repost? Yeah, for the most part, it, it's all created by Western Digital or partners of, of Western Digital or, or um, uh, folks, futurists and, and uh, influencers that are part of our, our network. So folks like Kirk Bourne or Jason Silva, we, we work with, um, and they develop content in collaboration with us that, that help to illustrate the point of, of what data is, is bringing to our lives today as well as uh, into the future. Uh, and then uh, we also have a relationship with with Wired magazine uh, in, to develop content. But uh, for the most part, the, the the content is all coming from um, or being collaborated uh, from from within our our marketing organization. Yeah, I thought it was fascinating when I saw that uh, Jason Silva was uh, was uh, one of your influencers you work with, and I I had watched all of the uh, with my my daughter one of my daughters we watched all of the. Uh, Episodes of uh, Brain Games, and uh, and and uh, and and so we became quite a fan of his. And uh, fascinating, you've got him working with you. But I, I wonder about: um, Do you find? Are you finding that with the site, Data Mix Possible, um, a direct positive impact on the Western Digital brand? Yes, I think so. In, in that um, we do uh, direct our audiences uh, to that site. So the association of, of Western Digital with this focus on data and what data makes possible, and uh, how our underlying technologies uh, support and, and enable uh, new possibilities of data is is going very well. Uh, and and. and Part of the challenge that we have, part of the reason why we use uh, a broad range of influencers uh, and and futurists here is that the possibilities of data are so broad, we can't possibly be experts ourselves in all of the uses and possibilities uh, of data. So um, we we harness these partners and their expertise to to help articulate that. And you know, going beyond um, you know the, the the futurist view as well, just things like uh, you know data, data privacy. 
uh, matters and, and how, how do we move that, uh, that discussion, that debate forward so that uh, individuals and businesses are, are more, more confident in how data can be used for, for uh, social good and benefits as opposed to you know, invasion of privacy. Well, I've, what I find fascinating is um, um, one of the buzzwords in the last decade or buzz phrases has been brand journalism. And the Data Makes Possible site is, um, to me, just a, a shining example of how to do it right. Um, although it, it is very lightly branded with Western Digital, um, it, it's got what appears to be a lot of of independent content. It covers a wide range of, uh, uh, of topics. It's uh, not salesmanship at all, and there are no ads. So as a consumer of information about big data, it, it's an incredibly uh, appealing site, and you've got the right names. And I, I think as we look at uh, the world of journalism and media and then brand journalism, Data Makes Possible is... Uh, I, I think very much a uh, an end goal for uh, other organizations who are uh, looking to really uh, shift from a PR marketing model to brand journalism. Well, thank you. That's exactly the objective that, that we had set. And, and, of course, it's difficult, right, because many organizations are, are very ROI-driven. Um, and with, uh, with this type of, of site and, and effort, uh, it's more difficult to, to calculate the ROI, but we, we see it as an, an essential element in, in our uh, refinement of our brand identity and uh, the company as, as we move forward. So, um, you know, it's spot on in terms of our objectives, and it's great to hear that, uh, that uh, we're hitting the mark. So you see the words oh, absolutely, but I'm also fascinated. I'm also fascinated by the fact that uh, uh, one thing we struggle with in the public relations uh, communication uh, uh, engagement industry is ROI and the metrics. And so I was waiting when you said ROI. I thought, oh, it's Western Digital. They're going to have great metrics. Oops. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it's not that we don't have metrics. It's that, um, as you mentioned, there's a wide range of topics here, um, and um, it, it's a potential challenge to, to connect each article back to um, a, a revenue opportunity. Um, so while we look at metrics and the the range of influence that we're having, um, that and, and while that's very very important uh, and, and what we're driven towards, uh, we're not necessarily driving it all the way to, to ground in terms of of, uh, of revenue. We're looking to you know expand awareness and, and grow the pie, so to speak, um, with uh, with uh, how the world perceives data and the role of data in, in their lives. Well, and uh, absolutely, and the the role of thought leadership, especially for an organization of your size and scale and influence, is absolutely vital. But to a certain level, some of that is just going to have to be covered by overhead. Sure. Yeah, and uh, you know, of course, we have other uh, demand generation and advertising campaigns. Uh, that uh, that, yes. that we that we do measure ROI on. That's that's part of our ongoing business and and, uh, and driving sales and, and go to market. But uh, data makes possible is, is again it's a it's a thought leadership uh, layer of of activity as as opposed to uh, the the revenue generation uh, level of activity. 
Absolutely, and it's important to segment uh, uh, segment those uh, those areas. Uh, I just. Uh, the the datamakespossible.com site if you haven't visited it you, you need to bookmark it it's uh, absolutely fascinating for anyone uh, living in 2018 and i th- i think if you are a uh, pr communications marketing practitioner and you're trying to steer your leadership to thought leadership this is a, sh- a shining example of how to do it oh thank you Aaron. Dave, um, so I see that uh, the like the subhead in a lot of the articles, the first words are all big data, big data, big data. Is part of the reasoning uh, behind the the site um, to, uh, to to make sure that there's a positive view of that of that phrase? Because you you did mention earlier that there is when people, I think when some people uh, hear the word the phrase big data, they think of the, the invasion of privacy that you made mention. So, uh, is that part of the reason behind this? Absolutely. We're, we're trying to demystify uh, big data as well as you know, uh, other uses of data, other, um, other technology trends. You'll see more of it from us on uh, the topic of IoT as an example uh, as well. So really want to, to illustrate um, what the benefits are and how exactly data can be used uh, for, for the, the, the benefit of businesses and individuals. Makes sense. So where, where do you see things going in the future? Well, uh, again, with, uh, with the thought leadership area on Data Makes Possible, um, expanding into, um, as I mentioned, IoT and what's often called edge computing or even what's, what's referred to as fog computing since we're now sort of immersed in, in uh, highly distributed cloud uh, type of in, in environments. But we also want to um, lead the, the uh, thought around things like data privacy, as I mentioned, but also around um, this notion of data philanthropy. Uh, and you'll see some, some, um, some articles in the site uh, regarding that and some work that we did with the United Nations uh, to develop uh, solutions to, to climate change and, and how we're encouraging organizations to contribute their data uh, for the betterment of, of society and, and the planet, whether it's uh, for, for the environment or perhaps for, for medical research. Um, there are just so many uses of, of data that we can benefit from that, uh, that uh, uh, data philanthropy, I think, is a, is a huge untapped area uh, that uh, we can all participate in. I've got one more uh, question uh, for you, Dave, and going back to the um, uh, Data Makes Possible site. Is this content uh, repurposable? I mean, if um, I see something that uh, reflects for one of uh, Vox Optimus clients, can are they able to share this to their website? With um, uh, you know, what, What's the copyright and sharing policy on this? Well, certainly anything could be linked uh, to, to the articles. We, we would certainly welcome that. Um, we haven't done anything formal on, you know, embedding or syndication uh, of the content. But, um, you know, if, there, if there's a, an interest or desire there, we'd be happy to, to talk to um, any, any of your listeners that, uh, that would like to discuss that. Wonderful, uh, wonderful, guys. I think this is uh, an amazing uh, uh, amount of uh, information across uh, the entire spect- uh, spectrum of data that um, communicators who are looking to feed content on their social media feeds for their organizations really ought to be looking at. That's datamakespossible.com. Uh, 
Dave Tang, Senior Vice President of Marketing for Western Digital Corporation. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. It, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you, Mara. Thank you, Gary. It's been a pleasure to be with you. Uh, please come back after the break. You can give us a call at 866-472-5790 or send us an email at brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program and welcome back to the brand ambassadors i am gary potterfield along with Merritt hamilton allen and uh, we had a great uh, discussion with Dave Tang of uh, Western Digital and um, uh, talk about not only uh, the, the merger, the bringing together of uh, multiple uh, brands into, into the family of Western Digital, but also talking about the, the uh, Data Makes Possible website, which is a great way for uh, th- that organization to engage in thought leadership. Um, uh, but Merritt, uh, we're not all um, in uh, in organizations of sixty thousand. We're we like for Vox Optima. We're in an organization in the uh, twenty range, uh, not thousand, but people. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on how companies uh, of a smaller size can get engaged in thought leadership? Well, and certainly we work with a lot of partners. Um, 
uh, uh, teaming partners and clients who are in the 250 to 500 employee uh, uh, size range. And uh, I love the notion of small business uh, or medium business in uh, American business because to me in Albuquerque, New Mexico, if you've got 300 employees and you're doing 50 million revenue, you're you're pretty awesome and huge. But in uh, the spectrum of a Western digital, you you can kind of feel like uh, commerce commerce budget dust. But uh, for these uh, for these firms who may not have the time, the resources uh, to host, uh, you know, a completely uh, 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 dedicated brand journalism site. There are a lot of ways to establish your brand and be a brand journalist for your organization. I think social media is a very easy way to do it, uh, and I think the easiest place to start. Uh, for businesses would be LinkedIn. And something I do that I think is a good tactic, I, I, everything I put on LinkedIn um, automatically goes to my Twitter account and everything that I put on Twitter is linked to Facebook. And I do that because I am one person and I try to every day find a piece of content. A lot of it is defense related. Sometimes it's NATO related. Uh, sometimes uh, because I'm an, econo- an economics uh, wonk, it's economy related. Uh, and I try and post something under uh, under my name with my comment, my insight every morning. And it's something I do while I'm having coffee at uh, at 6 a.m. And uh, getting yourself into that drumbeat mode, it takes maybe five ten minutes to find to find the article that just broke that morning that uh, resonates with you, that you and your followers and your network will be interested in, and uh, and just get it out there, and then make sure it's linked so you only have to do it once. Yeah, it's repetitive, but again, you're only one person, and you got a lot of people to reach. So a daily drumbeat on three social media sites is a great easy exercise uh, when you're having your morning caffeine or hot water and lemon or whatever you like in the morning. Uh, and I, w- I would start there and encourage your employees and your executives to do the same. And here I thought I, I thought you had your people. I thought you had your people. I, I'd take care of that for you. Your peeps. <laughs> well, well, I was going to say, I mean, I, I, I think um, we, we are our people. We, <laughs> we, are, we are our people. Well, we had, right. a, we had a, we're, it was, it was very, very funny. We had a, uh, another very, very large multi-billion dollar firm, um, working to add us as a vendor and they wanted my assistant's phone number and at the time um, I may or may not have had a small black dachshund in my lap and so I thought about just listing Ursula J. Puppy and then my office number as my assistant. That's right what what, didn't we have what was our um, didn't we have like a a combined name for your for the for the the other card we gave you the access to the to the DC office National Harbor. Oh right well yeah both of our Both of our unused names. Uh, my first name is Jennifer. Your middle name is Hall. So we created mm-hmm. the virtual Jennifer Hall. That's right. We'll the th- baby we'll just- Gary and Merritt will never have. <laughs> oh, so we'll just have yeah. Well, okay, I'll have you, t- you talk many, to Jennifer. For many, many, many reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you're no, you're right. That it, it, things are so much simpler today than uh, than they were some time ago to be able to communicate. Hey, look what we're doing right now. We're communicating via this wonderful uh, Voice America network. So. Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a, it's a very good point. What, what other thoughts do you have then, um, aside from using the social media and other, other ways that, um, we can get the, we can get the word out? 
Well, I think it's always good to look for speaking engagements. Um, later this month, I'm going to be speaking um, to a, a local chapter of uh, defense contractors in Northern Virginia. Um, and that stemmed from uh, uh, a presentation I made for uh, Delta Resources uh, annual meeting. Uh, you'd be willing to be willing to put yourself out there and be willing to share your knowledge. It's uh, 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 to me, it's, it's 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 fun. It's interacting with people. It's uh, sharing your insight, getting their pers- uh, perspective back in a question and answer. And again, uh, it, uh, outside of the fact that it's your time, it's close to free. I think some people get the thought, have the feeling, and it's uh, and I even get it sometimes where you say. Well, why do they want to hear from me? Who am I? Why, you know, why? What makes me special? And uh, I think they're 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 held back. I think from from that because of those kinds of thoughts. Well, you know, you're right. But you know what, Gary? At Vox Optima, we have a solution for that. We have we what we call executive brand training. <laughs> what a great segue for right. sales pitch. But no. Um, if you, if, you, if you go to our website at voxoptima.com, you can read about it. But basically, if uh, we, we run into a lot of clients and partners who are um, brilliant technicians, insightful business leaders, but um, uh, are humble and uh, aren't necessarily comfortable putting themselves out there as a subject matter expert. And so we work with you in a very personalized way in a half-day session to take your background, your personality, your education – and really integrate your personality uh, into your brand. We help you develop uh, the key elevator speeches uh, you need to tell your brand story, but also help you weave it into a personal narrative that makes it compelling and makes it real. Yeah, I think because one of the one of the things that people have to get out of the idea of is that they, there's some standard to which they have to um, live up to or to be. Oh, that's the way you have to talk to an audience, or that's the way you need to present yourself. Where actually, it, it's uh, that, that's actually um, a counter. It's it, it, it's not the way it ought to be. You need to get yourself out there, and then yeah, to to our offering, um, that's really kind of how we're focusing on it to make sure that we bring out your personality and your particular way of uh, communicating. So. Didn't know we were going to get to that plug, but uh, I didn't even think we were doing it. But I'm glad we did, because it is useful. I did. I didn't either. I I, I didn't either. But um, you know, and I think that was something uh, uh, fascinating uh, with Dave Tang is uh, you know the fact that he is um, obviously uh, a brilliant engineer and has uh, solved many is- many data issues over over his uh, 20-year career. And I think that role as a problem solver has made him really um, a great marketer as well. And so uh, I think a lot of folks, times folks in, uh, in a technical field feel like they're not, they, they, it's not really appropriate for them to branch into the business development, the marketing, the sales piece of it. But if you're solving pro- technical problems for clients, all you got to do is tell the story how you did it. It's not bragging if it's true. That's a good point. All right. We're running up on the clock here, Merritt. Oh, I know. It's been a great show. Um, uh, Thank you uh, so much for joining us. And I do want to thank um, uh, a couple listeners who've messaged me, uh, uh, Lynn Marie Cabrera. uh, Thanks so much for listening. Uh, JC Crydell, thank you so much for listening. If you're listening and you haven't uh, written me a note to tell me so, I wish you'd stop that. And I hope next week at 7 a.m. Mountain Time on the Brand Ambassadors, you'll drop me some notes and let me know what you think of the show. That's it for this week's episode. 
for Gary Potterfield, I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen of Vox Optima LLC. You've been listening to the Brand Ambassadors, and we'll talk to you this time next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Brand Ambassadors. Please join Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield for another edition next Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.